0: what's going on my beautiful marketing people welcome to another episode of the mind your marketing podcast what would you do if you saw a massive need for community if you saw people hungry for the service that you could provide well that's what jess holland tapped into she noticed that her community and her kids needed an outlet a place where they could go meet other kids run and learn about being confident, learn about empowerment, feel empowered. And that's what she did through the Oahu Running Club. Jess set this up and through the power of Facebook groups was able to build a pretty vibrant community, bringing parents, kids together, all centered around running, but really around building self-confidence and community. I love this conversation, just talking about how to build community and how to do it really at a grassroots level. And the path that Jess took So I think you'll enjoy this one, especially if you're looking at, hey, how do you build a side hustle? How do you get something going maybe outside of, you know, the nine to five? It really centers around community. This will be the episode for you. Before we get into it, as always, this episode is put on by Cave. We're an agency based out of LA that helps companies grow with social media. And I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. I am passionate about helping people grow personally and professionally. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Today, I am sitting with Jess Holland. She joins me from Oahu, Hawaii. And I think this is our first guest from the islands. I think any, yeah, got to be our first guest. But I'm excited to talk because she actually runs a running club out there, the Oahu Running Club. She founded that. Jess, how you doing?
1: Hi, guys. I'm doing wonderful. Happy to be here.
0: No, I'm excited to have you on. Walk me through starting a run club, start the business. Like, what is that? So we can kind of lay the groundwork and, for the listener so they can understand like, oh, where did the idea come from? And then where is the business at today? What's the mission? And then we can kind of get into some of the questions about where you're taking it and some of the challenges you've had today with it.
1: Definitely. Yeah, so the business was started because something was missing. And you know, it started the day, my three-year-old daughter, I have two daughters, but my three-year-old was in her tumbling class and she came up to me in the middle of her practice and she told me, mommy, I can't breathe. And that was because she had her mask on and it was a very hot warehouse and we respect the rules of everything. And we wanted to make sure that she got her exercise in, but also wanted to keep her safe. However, there was something that changed in me that was like, what if there was something outside for her to do where she didn't have to wear this mask? I had noticed the social impacts on her during the pandemic of not being around other kids, not seeing teachers communicate and talk. We've done a lot of like extra work with her inside of school or outside of school. And I started looking on the island for like outdoor youth athletic clubs and soccer was full. And besides that, I literally couldn't find anything that was open. Almost everything on the island had closed down due to the pandemic. So the second part to that was, okay, now I have this desire for something, but now I have fire for something because my daughter deserves to be around other kids. All of our kids do. All of our kids deserve to have the freedom to be in a social environment, the ability to challenge themselves through exercise and to help boost their self-esteem, confidence and identity. I couldn't find anything. So very simply, I just asked a mom group on Facebook, is there anything like this? Nothing. So I created it and I took out a small business loan and bought a bunch of obstacle course equipment and running games because my background is in long distance running, cheerleading and tumbling. And I combined it and her favorite thing to do is running. So that's how it was born, was out of something that was missing, that was needed for not just my daughter, but turned out to be a lot of people's kids in this community.
0: I love it. Now, walk me through, like, one, I love the, hey, I it's not that you wanted it, you needed it, right? You saw that and you saw that the community needed it. But walk me through the economics. You take out the loan, and I don't need the exact prices, but more so, is it a monthly fee? Is it, is mm-hmm. it? Family memberships, like how do people join? What does it look like from a business perspective?
1: So I didn't know what this was going to turn into. I just knew the community needed it. And so it started off as a free Facebook meetup every single month. And within a couple months, we had a hundred families. So most families have more than one kid, right? I mean, it was getting like, there was so much demand. I decided I needed to create something that could be economically I guess, categorized and smart enough where I didn't have, you know, 300 kids running around a field. So we started with a small business loan. At first it was free. And then we do monthly enrollments where the kids come every single week Mm -hmm. and they're grouped by age. So we go as young as one years old, all the way up to 13 years old. And they're grouped by appropriate age categories. So you pay monthly. And then the other piece that was important for me to integrate was the community. So much of the in-person community and congregation has been lost over the last two years. So if you can imagine for our three-year-olds, they don't know anything because they were one when all of this happened. So we do a setup cost that's once a year, and that goes towards monthly events that I put on or every five-week events that I put on with bounce houses, picnics, group events, and that allows us to monetize the business and truly add value to the community while empowering kids on a weekly basis.
0: I love it. Has it been something as it's grown? Did this start as, hey, this will be a fun side hustle to, oh, dang, now it's 20 hours a week. Now it's th- like, where are you at with input? Just from, and I, I ask <laughs> this from like, there's a listener out there right now who's probably thinking, I want to do something like that in my community, right? And maybe it's a running club, maybe it's a painting club, maybe it's whatever it may be. But they're thinking about that. It's thinking about the time commitment. How has that mm-hmm. been for you as a, you know, as a mom, and then also with running business, work? All of this is like, how do you divide the time?
1: I first acknowledge I can't do it all. Second. I know that I'm not the only person out there that cares about this stuff. Right. So right. I know going into me leading my team at Siono during the day job and as this started growing, because yeah, you're right. I did go into thinking this is going to be, maybe I'd have 30 kids by the end of the year. I already have a hundred and it's been like already launched or only launched since March. So March 1st, officially it's grown like crazy already. And so I knew proactively I wanted to have a job posting up as soon as I went official. And I started just calling people, asking if they knew anyone that would like to work and help empower kids and help assist coaching because I can't do it all by myself. And I think there was no ego saying that I can't do it all by myself and feeling bad about it. When you have something that you can't stop thinking about, when you have something that actually gets you up at like two or three in the morning and you're up till 10 or 11 at night, It doesn't matter. Like the time doesn't matter. Like do it. You will figure it out. You will get the help you want. You will ask for the help you need. And if you're doing it for a mission versus money, people will come. The people will come to help because that's what happened for us. At some point, it was right away noticed that this isn't about supporting just a small business. This isn't about us being money hungry. This is mission hungry. And when the community sees that this is for the kids and the benefits that it's doing for them, people are putting their hands up to help. People are putting their hands up to do it for free. So if you have something, my advice would be, don't get so stuck on the how you're going to do it. You have the time. You're just spending it doing something else.
0: Right. Taking that, really just taking that leap of faith, right? I think the center of this, at least what I'm pulling out is, when you give to community and prioritize community and truly fulfill a need there, you're going to see that community really, for lack of a better term, like they're going to rock with you. And they're going to make sure they like, hey, this is, yeah, we're going to run club. We're going, we're taking the kids. Oh, the couple parents are going to hang out and talk also. And it becomes really like a hub, right, for people to get together and talk not only about running, but about all these other things, right? Instilling confidence, maybe sharing. I'm sure parents are sharing parenting techniques or other things like that that come out of this. So I love hearing about this. And, and I guess my next question would be like, what's next for the run? Just to continue to refine. I mean, super early days right now, but is it just, mm-hmm, Hey, let's mm-hmm. refine and make this process as good as possible. Or do you have that vision of, Oh, I could see this in the neighboring town too. And I could see this on you know a neighboring Island and really just taking this model and empowering other communities. Like where do you fall on that? Where do you want to go with it? I guess would be the question.
1: Yeah. Touch on a couple of things there. So You said in the beginning, like it is about giving, right? And there was a time where I did only have like eight enrollments because I launched this in January, right? Like I launched the marketing in January. And I just knew that if I kept giving to the community and showing up for them, it would come. I would be noticed, you know, I and it not just because I want my business to grow, but because I want this so bad for my daughter. And then I started hearing stories. So I would go to parks and pick up garbage. I would go on groups on Facebook and look where I could donate things to new moms expecting. And I documented all of that just gave me such a sense of pride. And people started noticing that crazy girl in the yellow t-shirt is back at this park picking up garbage. Like, what is she doing? Like I start. I did free events. Like when it is truly about what you want in life, like you're giving it, you're giving it to start. You're not about making the money in the beginning. And it literally exploded, right? So yeah, I think about and have planned what's next. I can't stop thinking about it. This isn't a passion. This is an obsession. Like our kids need to be empowered. They need to know how to socialize. So what's next? I have girl and boy day camp empowerment classes or camps coming up this summer. I have already purchased domains for neighboring islands. I've already started looking into different areas that I can run this and help empower different parts of the island. We are just getting started and not just with the kids itself, but in schools. Kids spend most of their time in schools. And so if we can help empower their teachers, their influencers, because to be honest, they went through so much too, and no one really ever talks about them, but they're the ones still with our kids. They're the ones still standing. You know, they went through so much. And if they're still standing, they are what I'm talking about. They are mission driven to help these kids. So all of those things are in my future, but when you're obsessed with something, the ideas keep coming. So, I, you know, I just keep adding it to my Trello board, like for when it's the time's right, but absolutely have plans to continue to grow it.
0: I love it. And I love I think what's been uncovered in this conversation for me, at least, is it's about running, but it's not about running. And there's so much deeper than that on the, the confidence that can be instilled in, you know, the kids, the empowering you can do for them. Also, the community that can be built and just helping people, you know, to see the bright side of things, especially when the last two years have been so, you know, for lack of a better term, dark when we look at COVID and just a lot of the isolation and things that have happened. So, I absolutely love that there's the mission behind that. And that mission far exceeds, you know, the limitations of COVID and post COVID and whatever that may be. But there's a need for this and and people are starving for community. So, I love hearing this story. Jess, thank you so much for coming on. We definitely have some listeners in Hawaii. So, and in Oahu. So if they want to learn more, where should they go to connect with you and learn more about the Run Club?
1: Absolutely. Well, they can go to our website, www.oahurunningclub.com, and learn more about what we're doing in the community events. We do a lot of free events for the public and community as well. And then all of our contact information is can be found on there. So
0: Amazing. And I will put links to that in the show notes page so you can go over there and connect, check out what they're doing. Uh, Maybe get some inspiration for your own events or your own community building within your ecosystem. Our listeners are all over the world, so I'm sure they can take it and apply it to different methodologies. So Jess, I appreciate you coming on today. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us and tell us your story.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Awesome. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I will catch you next time.